0: what's up everybody uh... this week's episode is brought to you by maori salon lofts uh... maori salon lofts are located at ninety eight seventy nine east one hundred and sixteenth street in fishers uh... they specialize in full body waxing uh, norvell spray tans custom skin care and microdermabrasion. uh... for those of you looking for a last-minute valentine's day gift uh... they do give uh... The listeners of SmugCast, a 50% off your first waxing. 50%, 5-0. They also want to give uh, 25% off facials and spray tans Uh, just to get you uh, prepared for that special night on Valentine's Day. Uh, You can schedule an appointment today and get more info on their Facebook at Kate Mowry Salon Lofts. Uh, Also got to thank Ranger Nutrition. Uh, Ranger Nutrition is a disabled veteran-owned company. Uh, They make all-natural sports nutrition products, and all their products are made right here in the States. Uh, They make everything from protein powder, uh, which protein powder that you can dissolve in a half bottle of water. I don't know any other protein, whey protein, you can do that with. Uh, but They make uh, pre-workout formulas, uh, weight loss supplements, uh, you can buy t-shirts, you, you, they, they make all kinds of stuff. And it's all great. Uh, you go in there, check out, uh, use promo code SMUGCAST, you will get 15% off your order. Uh, also, <clears throat> got to thank Jay's Wings and Seafood over on the east side of Indianapolis. Uh, you can call in your order and save some time to 317-890-0088. Uh, they are located at 8237 Pendleton Pike in Lawrence, Indiana. Uh, you can get in there, give them promo code SMUGCAST. You will get 10% off your order. Also, Repo Records. Uh, they help us out with the audio every week. <coughs> uh, they, they taught us a lot. They hooked us up with a lot of stuff here in the studio as well that's repo records taking the music back uh this week we uh, this was a <laughs> this was a different episode uh, it really was uh we had uh, mike from uh, indiana paranormal investigations um <clears throat> we we get in we get into some of the stuff um and there's gonna come a part in here where he starts playing some sounds that they recorded and uh believe it or not you you make your own judgment um i believed it uh it's uh it's pretty wild it really is um he uh and he'll get into this you know here in a second but um just want to give you a, a kind of a brief intro to this um we actually talked for about 30 minutes after the podcast and um he was letting us listen to like all this stuff that they recorded because they have hours of this stuff and he just went through and was showing us or letting us listen to um, some of the stuff that they picked up and it was pretty wild. it really was. Um, you'll, you'll hear at a I don't know I want to say it's towards the end um, where all of a sudden uh, his phone just turns on and starts playing. Uh, but <clears throat> this was a, this is a, a different episode. Uh, it really was. It, it starts out a little slow, um, and then um, we just let him talk. It was it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, so I will stop there, and uh, we'll we'll get into it. So this is smug Cat. Come on, get boy! Do to, learn to the job, <laughs>
1: My GPS is it was stuck in the goddamn jungle This
0: is SmugCast Listen up Alright Welcome to uh, this week's episode of SmugCast I am AP With me as always The BJ
2: Afternoon sir, how are we? Uh, f-
0: for now, doing good
2: yeah, this is a uh, this is a pretty exciting episode.
0: This is gonna be this
2: is gonna be out there.
0: Uh, with us today, guest in the studio, Mister uh, Mike Zoyce from the Indiana Paranormal Investigations. Um, he's gonna freak us out. I got a feeling. <laughs> How are you, sir? Doing good, good, good. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and get right into this. But um, you want to give everybody a little bit of your background. Uh, for the show here as as to what you
1: what it is you you used to do i uh, uh my mike zois and uh i'm self-employed i'm a local system contractor I do a lot of work for uh, hospitals and retirement homes and things like that but uh i was very very interested in uh ghost stories and the unknown and the unexplained so uh back in 2000 i decided to um, join a ghost hunting group and um, started ghost hunting and um, one thing led to another and um i had some experience that uh kind of changed the way i looked at things and i uh decided to quit doing it uh, a couple years ago yeah
0: (laughs) so what what uh like like what what changed your mind
1: um, I've always been very skeptical about um, you know, is, is, uh, is all of this stuff real and um, something happened to us at uh, at a house down in southern Indiana that um, just kind of blew my mind and um, Since then I've decided, you know, I, I didn't want anything like that in my house. Yeah, okay, so and these things could follow you home and I've had things follow me home before. Thank goodness they weren't malevolent, yeah, and evil. But you know that could happen. And so instead of putting myself out there, I decided to not put myself out there anymore and expose myself to
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> of all the reasons to stop doing things. Uh, that's part. Yeah, best thing that's of, that's probably a good one. Yeah.
0: that's probably the best one I've heard yep. yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what uh, what got you started into it? And when you said two thousand, right? Yeah
1: uh i was reading these books you know on all these different ghost stories um you know and i just thought well you know these authors are doing this they're going out and researching these stories and um why couldn't i do something like that yeah you know so that's when i decided to start looking around for ghost uh, ghost hunting groups there weren't very many around back then and i uh, found one in northern indiana and um and joined up with them um, soon to find out, they, they weren't that great. You know, we got into some places um, here and there, but, you know, it ended up being political. And um, the guy that ran it was kind of a jerk. So, you know, one thing led to another, and we just started to, to drop out and just create our own group. Yeah. And um, like a lot of people do, it seems like a lot of groups um, get together and they break up. And then there's other groups that pop up, and it's, it's always a constant... Cycle, but we did the same kind of thing
0: (laughs) i don't know i can't do it there's no way (laughs) i've been into i've been into some places that um you know claimed that they were you know haunted or whatever and um, i don't do i don't do scary (laughs) and
2: that was one of the questions that was sent in to us was have either you or i ever had an experience that we couldn't explain and do we believe do we believe in this in this area? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, not I, area or this—I don't know what you call it, but yeah. Do I mean, I, absol-
0: I absolutely believe there's some shit going on that's not, <laughs> that, you know, that's not, I guess, your typical normal. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I mean, I, I remember as a kid, as a teenager, going, you know, to different places, you know, around my hometown that you know was like, you know, well, this bridge is haunted, you know, this is house is haunted, you know. And, I mean, we all went there, but I mean, I never stuff may have happened but knowing me i just kind of you know chalked it up to oh, i was just my mind
2: i think way the way i look at it is if there's enough evil done in a certain place and i think it can stay there i think that yeah i mean whether you see it or not i mean because you've heard of stories before where people have moved into a house Something's happened to him next person came in some else has happened to him I oh be- yeah i do i do believe in that i think that our brain is not and i think i actually talked about you about this on the phone with you our brains can't comprehend how fast or pick up different things how fast things can work because you've always heard we always use a certain percentage of our brain oh yeah
0: i don't think that's true though i think we use more than that don't we or do we
2: well you just proved the point by that sentence <laughs> oh <shit. laughs> well i i think
1: mainly it's it's where we you know if we um didn't have a uh you know our our um subconscious mind filtering things out for us we would have sensory overload oh yeah there's so much information that we take in every day um and and we you know all that it has to be filtered out and part of the thing is when you when you have a a paranormal event happen you tend to dismiss it i didn't see that or or you you don't even realize you saw it yeah Uh, a friend of mine in uh that lives in georgia lee weaver um he's an awesome psychic it's unbelievable uh and you know i'm with him we're going ghost hunts together and um i'm talking to him on my driveway and we're just talking, and a mist blew by. Just blew right by us, and, and, and I keep talking to him like I didn't see it. And he says, Mike, hold on a minute. Didn't you just see that partial apparition? <laughs> and I rewind to my mind, and well, yeah, I did see it. Well, he said... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even notice it, but I did see it. Yeah. I just dismissed it right yeah. away. Oh yeah, and that's happened to, to happen to me numerous times when I was with Lee. Yeah, you know he he brings it to my attention because yeah. he was so in tune with that stuff. Oh yeah, he would see it. So I
0: mean, he, I mean, does he like? How does he perceive that stuff? I mean, if you know, if he, I mean, he's a psychic. Like, how does he? Like, you know, is there like an energy that he feels? You know what I mean? No,
1: he, he can see him. He can hear him. He, gotcha. you know, I had him working with me at one of the hospitals many years ago, and he says, like, I can't work for you anymore at the hospitals because they keep hearing my name called. They keep calling me. Lee. Oh, God. <laughs> I was with him at the hospital, and I'm sitting there talking to him eye to eye. And my eyes shifted over to the left a little bit and then back on Lee, and I keep talking, and he says, Mike, what'd you, what did you look over over to my, uh, my right for? He says, I said, I didn't. He said, yes, you did. Your eyes shifted over. I said, I don't know. He said, well, there's stand- someone standing next to me. So, okay. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Man, I just got chills. <laughs> and then it goes back to... I don't to, know if I can do this. Yeah, it's going back to like <laughs> I was saying
2: was is If you go to the so, like the insane asylums or even the prisons and yeah. the torture and the hell these people went through, and I think there's so much negative energy that stays there. Oh, yeah. And I, and I think... And that's something I've always believed in is that... And obviously there's good places also and stuff like that, but yeah. but I think evil is such an overpowering thing in our world where you know if you're what it's just that's what's that's why i try, don't like going to hospitals it's not that I, I don't like you know paying you know going to see people there's just yeah it, every time you walk in one it, you get a a different feeling even if it's one that's still open and operating perfectly there's still a weird feeling you get when you walk in there i do i know i do
0: that's queasiness yeah, <laughs> that's what that feeling is because my the mind,
2: smell of your insides yeah because my mind starts wondering My i started thinking about all the people that have come through there that might have passed away oh or, yeah or, you know and is you know we just they they pass we we go through the process and but yet that's just the physical form and what actually can be left behind i do believe in that yeah i
0: mean i could see that i mean i, re- I uh, was watching a show uh one time where they were talking about uh kids being able to see stuff better than adults could because their minds like like we were talking before about how we block things out Mm -hmm. like kids don't know how to do that and so they're more oftentimes than not able to see stuff better than what you know adults are
2: yeah and it's just like with dogs because you know like a dog dogs can hear you gotta
0: gotta trust a dog
2: yeah yeah you do (laughs) like i knew a tornado would come in one time when my dog came and woke me up like, I didn't hear the signs or nothing. He will hook me up yeah. and to let me know, yeah. we went and we wouldn't hid in the other room. But they also, their hearing patterns are different, and, and, it, and so that's one of the things I was reading about when I was going through this today to refresh some of the things I was looking up, like different different animals, and even like kids, can pick up different things. So we can't just discredit everything. Oh, no. No, I mean, I, I, I do,
0: because <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't want to know what's floating around me i'm a pussy what can i say yes
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i i like to be scared on occasions because you know occasionally i need a good adrenaline rush but i don't i don't think i could go spend the night somewhere that's that's got something in it no without, not
2: after he was talking about falling stuff home yeah, no yeah i don't want anything no, to and, me he, home. and you did it for how many years
1: uh, i don't know third, 13 years something. Th- 13
2: like that. years yeah, yeah. And we've been yeah. in here like five minutes, and you're already freaked out. Well, I'll tell you what. I,
1: <laughs> early on, I lived alone. One out, I would take walks to the neighborhood at 10:30 or 11 o'clock at night. Walk, come back home, and um, I'm the bathroom was off the kitchen, so I go to the bathroom. I leave the door open, right? I hear my refrigerator door open. Oh crap! You know I'm here by myself. I. Go out there, and the refrigerator door is wide open, and it's you know it's got a magnetic strip around it, so it's kind of hard to pull yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was open, <laughs> and I didn't do it.
0: Nope. So That's that a was, whole bunch of nope. <laughs> that was like
1: wow. That was crazy. Uh, but but that, I mean, that, that was just from I just mean, from walking around my neighborhood. Now, when I was on the walk, I you know I'm I don't consider myself psychic, but I f- I felt like there was somebody walking behind me. The whole time i don't know why i don't really know why because i normally don't get those feelings i'm thinking you know there's something behind me but nobody there you know and i went home and it must have followed me home well i think
2: uh, Well, i think also if you open (laughs) up if you open up your mind and and do it that way and i think that's why a lot of times i think people experience things that others don't because part of it is that you have to if you're con like nine times out of ten you're not gonna get smacked in the face by something you're not like it's gonna be little things a little sound a little you know like the the story i was reading today um from the website where you know they would find things that were here then they end up being on the stairs the next day up on the roof the next day yeah (laughs) yeah
1: yes yes
0: uh do you do you think um yeah i don't know if you know this or not but do you think that since you know you did do that stuff that that maybe you energies or spirits or whatever kind of knew that you could you know because i think you i think after you do it for so long you kind of have i don't know a feeling you know like you said like you felt like somebody was walking behind you you know most people are going to turn around and go there ain't nothing there so all in yeah it must have been a win mm-hmm. but do you think like you know these spirits or whatever f- know what you do and so then they like maybe try to contact you or you know what i mean
1: I'm not sure about that, but I do know that or I believe that if you're psychic they kinda know that and you're like a beacon to them okay. and, and, and they and they they uh they go right to you. Yeah. Um that happens to Lee all the time. Yeah. Um I mean he's got you know apparitions walking through his apartment all the time and <laughs> oh you know, all kinds no. of stuff. Uh yeah. Uh, he was in an apartment uh, in Martinsville, and um, he would see that the the there was a guy that lived next door to him that died, and he would see him walking through his apartment.
0: Oh no! Yeah, like I mean, oh screw yeah. that! I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy,
1: but you know, Lee, he's got a special gift there. He yeah, most people wouldn't see that. Yeah, you know, but he he can he sees it, or he could feel them.
0: So they, you know, of course. My wife, being who she is, she likes all this, anything that's not normal. But she always watches that show on TV. That's why she married you. Yeah, no, I'm just, a, I'm just a test subject. <laughs> but um, she always watches that that Long Island Medium. Like, how accurate do you? Has he ever talked about that? Like, how how accurate can that be?
1: I believe that they're probably tuned into something on the other yeah. side, and that's where they get their information from. Yeah um uh a friend of mine doesn't believe in them at all i i i mean they come up with some things that i don't know how they're supposed to know those things you know but i i i tend to believe in them i personally have never gotten a reading from one i don't want to get a reading from one (laughs) but um uh you know if you're religious uh or or are catholic you're not supposed to go out and get readings from them but uh um i I believe that they probably are real yeah you know i believe my great my uh, grandmother uh my dad's mother was uh a psychic medium and uh my dad never really never talked about it one time but you know after i started ghost hunting he he came to me and he says you know I don't believe in any of this stuff, but your grandmother was a psychic medium. She'd have seances in the basement of her Chicago home, and uh, he would sit there with her, and he said, you know, I don't know what this is all about, um, but your grandmother would go into this trance, and her voice would completely change, and I know that wasn't my mother, he said, so
0: holy crap yeah now i didn't <laughs> no. i didn't get
1: any of those gifts and he didn't either but uh but yeah my grand my grandfather would kick people out of the house he would call them all weirdos he would just <laughs> he would come in there would wait for my grandmother for readings or whatever He'd kick yeah come on
2: you weirdo get out of here well here's a here's an interesting stat because i like stats you yeah know I do. I know. this is early 2016 when this poll came out Seventy percent, 74% of Americans polled that they believe in God. This was down from 82% in 05, 07, and 09. At the same time, belief in ghosts, UFOs, and re- reincarnation are up. So one went down while the other one went up.
0: <laughs> well, I'm,
2: I'm, yeah, okay. And 61% of the population says they believe... That other people have experienced uh, ghosts and encounters. So there's, I mean, the the percent of people who believe in this have, has went way up over time with technology. Which uh, because you know, yeah, well, you're getting a lot of more stuff on TV too. Yeah, because you got to be careful back in a certain time of our country. If you say you oh, believe yeah, stuff, they yeah, burn to stay. it <laughs> <laughs> <Kill you. laughs> What what um
0: like it? What has been? Yeah, I don't. Do you still? Does like this stuff scare you at all? Like you know, when you go into some of these places, I mean, is there any fear Um, whatsoever?
1: Uh, maybe a little bit of apprehension. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah.
0: Like what's, like what is the like just the craziest place you've ever been into where just some just crazy shits happened?
1: I would have to say uh, this house in Tennyson is the one that put me over the edge. Yeah, yeah, that one.
0: now what uh i mean do you want to describe like anything that that happened i mean
1: what's well yeah sure i could tell you what happened um there was there's a guy uh, tracy bacon and i um tracy is a demonologist uh he's kind of stopped doing this too but um uh after we had our group we broke up and we kind of just stopped doing it and uh hooked up with tracy or at least i hooked up with tracy and so uh he was always on his own so he and i became friends and he would we would go on these um these investigations he would he would get the leads um from his website and uh he would get the he he was seeking out the bad stuff the evil stuff okay the possibly demonic um and uh i'd say most all of the uh the um investigations we went on may have possibly been demonic but more than likely it wasn't yeah uh or is actually the people just kind of had had some mental issues kind of thing oh yeah okay uh so you know i mean we went on one down in bloomington and we went to her house and she was just she was acting all crazy it was really weird because the way it started out was we met her at the bookstore and she's in this this electric go-kart wheelchair thing with a with a big giant straw hat on and she says follow me and we're driving down (laughs) this road and we're following her at about two miles an hour and we're driving into the into her parking you know into her parking lot into her apartment and she's it was just really bizarre of all the things she described but on her on her stand next to where she sits to watch television there must have been 50 bottles of prescription meds oh shit <laughs> and we think you know that this probably isn't real at all yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we, we kind of left uh uh-huh. so you run into things like that oh, not yeah. all the time but sometimes yeah but um tracy got this um got this lead uh, uh they called them or contacted them and and uh, it was there's a house down in Tennyson. And some of the things they described were really crazy. And um, we went down there. We probably went down there, um, ten times or something like that before something ever happened. Yeah. Um. We were beginning to think that. Um. Well, probably something was going on, but it wouldn't act up when we were there, which is uh, very very possible, especially if it's demonic. Yeah. They 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 want the uh, they want. You know the investigators that think those people are crazy, so they don't. It doesn't act up. They complain about all these things happening, but then they don't. Nothing happens when you go there. Um, But uh, we went down there about ten times. We would stay sometimes Friday afternoon, all day Saturday into Sunday, and then we'd come back. You know, we basically end up just hanging out with the family and um, and um, you know just talking and stuff like that it's out in the country they've lived there for 21 years before anything started happening but it's a really bizarre a, a very bizarre strange case and um, so we're down there and um, it's Saturday late afternoon something like that and uh, you've got you've got Charles who's the homeowner and D who's his wife and then you've got um, uh, two teenage boys, the grandkids, that would stay there a lot of times on the weekends. And that's it. Um, and we were there, and um, there were there were the two grandkids, and then uh, Dean, Charles, myself, and Tracy. And uh, we were there for a long time. At the um, Saturday afternoon, we were thinking, well, we're going to go home. And Charles says, "Well, hold on a minute." So he goes upstairs. Now everything started upstairs. Everything usually acted up upstairs, not all the time. So he goes upstairs, and you know he's a he's a good old boy, country boy. He he goes up there. And he's about you know eighty-five years old or something like that. And he goes, "Hey, hey, it he calls it it it. <laughs> you got some visitors down here. Why don't you let them know you're here?" And I'm in the big. I'm in the. Uh, I'm in the uh, kitchen with D, and I hear a little girl's voice say, "Hi, Daddy," and I said, oh, well, "Where's your granddaughter?" I'm thinking, "Their granddaughter's here, right?" Yeah. Now I've been there for two days. If yeah. I would have stopped and thought, I know their granddaughter's not there. huh. And then D says, "No, that's it. That's it." And then from there, it all hell broke loose. Oh really, shit. It was It was unbelievable. The the thing is, cussing, swearing, cursing. Uh, it it sounds like i think it sounds like michael jackson sounded trying to sound like a little girl yeah that's what it seems like (laughs) but and it it, it just for for like three or four hours it was just going on and on and on and i'm looking at Tracy saying, is this freaking stuff real is this what's is this really happening yeah and uh it was it was crazy it was nuts now i've got recordings they uh the family would take recordings of this stuff uh their own we've got, I've got recordings of it acting up when we were there because after that acted up then every time we went there something would happen yeah um he may not it may not talk when we're there uh it may just throw stuff what? <laughs> you know uh oh yeah um and a lot of times it would happen um in the middle of the night three o'clock in the morning everything's quiet three o'clock in the morning all hell breaks loose. the thing starts screaming i've got screams of this thing you wouldn't believe the screams loud loud screams you got you got recordings of this oh yeah i've got a lot of recordings of it oh my
0: god yeah and you can (laughs) and
1: what's really crazy is that the family is talking to it like it's one of the family i mean it's like they're they're encouraging it they're but they don't like it there of course you know and um
0: i mean has it ever hurt any of them
1: No, but it's thrown stuff. Yeah. It throws stuff, destroys the house, you know, it takes all the stuff in the refrigerator, throws it on the floor in the kitchen, uh, and it takes stuff and just, you know, hides it.
0: Sounds like a pissed off (laughs) three-year-old. Yeah, and not only that,
1: um, I mean, they've got stories where um, they would go in the van and they go to the the store and um, this thing follows them it's poking at them it's throwing stuff in the van uh and th- they went to the store and i remember um uh d's daughter dancy she was in a um in one of the aisles all by herself with one other stranger and the stranger turns around and says what did you tell ta- what did you say to me and dancy's like i didn't say anything well that was this it thing you're screwing with them right <laughs> um they'll they'll have the um the van will start honking the horn and won't stop honking he had to go pull the battery off (laughs) to stop it from honking um keep you know car keys would disappear and stuff yeah you know and we had little things happen before the thing actually started talking yeah uh i would go i'd say i only need to go out the car to get something so i go try to go through the door and it's it's i think it's locked it's locked i can't get through and I said, hey, Charles, the door's locked. How do you unlock it? He said, it's, it's unlocked. It's always unlocked. He goes up to it, opens right up. It's like, what the f-? Said, well, damn well, I couldn't get through that door.
0: The thing was holding the door shut?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my
2: God. It was really weird. Now, one interesting thing that I that I saw on the website is that I agree with, you can actually, obviously, our, our houses are newer, yeah. but not everybody buys a new house. Is you can actually go back and research the house who owned it and everything like that and that and I was like wow that's pretty interesting because you would want to know who owned it and everything like that. oh yeah
1: yeah in this case you know they lived there for 21 years before something happened but I think it was related to the death of her son Charles um, Junior and we never got to meet him you know he died two or three years before this started acting up and the 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 deal was he lived down the street and it was there's a dog leg and he lived in a um, a trailer up the road uh, but not too far from their from their house and somehow he ended up in a fatal car wreck that where his car would at was was going at apparently at high rate of speed it flipped over three times hit a tree. He fell out, and the car fell on top of him. Oh, shit. Now, and he was alive for a while until he actually just suffocated. And what is really bizarre is when you come out of down the road from his uh, trailer going toward his parents' house, you would go, if you didn't take the turn, you'd go straight into a a cornfield. Well, that's not where the crash happened. It It happened on the inside of the curve. And we don't know how there's not that much space between a distance between his his driveway and the curve so we don't even know how he got up to high rate enough speed to do that but that's what happened and then you know that that just tore up charles i mean charles and d were just tore up big time on that because charles was there when his kid was underneath this this car suffocating and then he sees the the emergency vehicles and emergency people not doing anything about it you know get this off of them get it off and they i don't know what was going on the the way he described it was they were just like in in another world or or something and they, they weren't really doing anything about it they weren't they didn't care or something and and what's really strange is charles I mean, they they have they were sitting on five or six acres. Um Charles had the wrecked car um dragged down to his his, his property in the backyard and it's still sitting there today under a tarp just destroyed. Holy crap. <laughs> but 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 <clears throat> apparently he told his parents that before he died, he said he knew he was gonna die soon and he saw he looked up in the sky one day and he saw God and the devil fighting over his soul is what he said. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, two or three years go by and they're sitting there watching their direct TV, satellite TV, and you know how you can push a search button and it brings up a search yeah. bar and yeah. you can type in things. Well, yeah. this thing did it all by itself. They're watching a program and search comes up and it starts typing out words and letters and it's like they're thinking that's our dead son trying to communicate to us yeah so then start asking questions they started asking questions and they started getting responses and then from there uh as time went on they would hear like grunting noises from the couch and pretty soon it started sounding out words and saying words and then, after that, it got it escalated. things were you know they'd be sitting there, and all of a sudden they 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 hear these loud bangs like right next to their chair, like a, like someone's taken has a, a fifty pound dumbbell, and they're just pounding it on the floor right next to them. They've had stuff disappear, they find it up on the roof on the, on the house and and uh, uh, constantly having things disappear. Um, D would come they would come home from work. And all their furniture from the kitchen is is up in front of the door, stacked up in front of the door, and they couldn't get in. <laughs> uh, weird stuff like this, um, just constantly, constant things happening. Um, and uh, uh, Charles described one time when there's there's a bedroom right off of a bathroom that's off the living area. It's not a very big place, but the living area is where most of them sat and watched television. And one day, um, this thing started throwing stuff out of the bedroom, just grabbing stuff, throwing it out of the bedroom, just constantly. (laughs) And uh, Charles described one time where, um, you know, this thing is invisible, right? You can't see it. But he described one time where he actually saw a hand when it was grabbing the doorknob. And that's all he saw was the hand. And the thing, the, the door shut, and then the hand disappeared. It was really bizarre.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I am so thankful there's not anything um, in this house. But, <laughs> I would not be able to do it. Yeah.
1: So we, that night, you know, this thing's cussing and cursing, carrying on, throwing stuff down the stairs. And then it stopped. We stay overnight the next morning. The, one of the grandkids are upstairs sitting on a couch and he's yelling downstairs it's in the couch it's in the couch Tracy goes up there puts his hand now he looks under the couch there's nothing under the couch he puts his hand between the, the cushion and the couch itself and he could feel it pushing up through up with his hand it's really bizarre
0: oh hell no it's
1: right right there <laughs> yeah oh
0: no. yeah. oh man I so you, you say yep. you got some sounds of it?
1: Oh yeah, let's yeah.
0: let's let's play let's play some of these. You sure sounds. you can handle this? No, I can't. But we're going
2: to do it anyway. Okay. It's,
0: good well, for, well, it's
1: good. We can shell out a lot of cursing in it. So yeah, that's it's
2: fine. fine. That's, it's a podcast. We can send Luke the intern over there to hold you. Uh, and some
1: of this really sounds funny. I mean, it really does sound funny. Yeah. But it, it's it's just crazy how the the, the family would uh, communicate. By the way, um, it would it never said my name, but it said Tracy a lot. It did not like Tracy, um, and I've got some clips where I um, I've got it saying Tracy a lot. <laughs> but uh, here's here's a a clip that that occurred. Wait,
0: real quick, are you getting feedback? I'm okay. getting buzz. Yeah, I've been getting it the whole time. I'm wondering what that was. I don't know. It's got to be that.
1: <laughs> it's got to be interference because it doesn't sound like 60 cycle buzz.
2: It's yeah. the every time it's it's the auxiliary cord. It's just that it did it during a concept interview, but when but when when we go through and actually, they won't be able to hear it on the other side. Dun dun dun! It's
1: kind of louder too. Well, yeah, I I turned it up. You turned it up, okay? (laughs)
0: I'll be able to take it out. Go ahead and play it.
1: Okay. This is Dean Charles talking. That's
2: it. Hey, what? No, I'm not.
1: You hear it?
0: That's it. Why don't you call yourself that shut up?
1: It, 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 it. It's... It knows it's being recorded. She thought he had a... She had to record her...
0: Be even listening to this <laughs> recording,
1: I don't know how long this goes before something else happens. Let me get you something else. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Go now, go ahead.
1: Okay.
2: He goes, Charles goes, he thinks he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Here's this thing
1: screaming, I think. Yeah, it's in the background.
0: Yeah, I can hear it, yeah. What's 5.5? plus five
1: Hey, did you that? Huh.
2: What? What is? Yeah. What is say? Doing math problems. Is that what?
1: 5.5? Hey, did you that? Oh, my God. 5.5? Hey, did you that?
0: Hey, did you?
1: Hey Tracy, did you hear that? Hey Tracy, did you hear that? You hear that? <laughs> hey Tracy, what I got, see? <laughs> hey
2: Tracy,
0: hey Tracy, hey Tracy. Hey Tracy.
2: I want to talk to you. Some of the are fake anyway. Tracy will kill you. Did you like
1: that Tracy come to see you, night. Have you heard of you Yeah, I talked to him today. Tracy will kill you. What? Yeah. It's real, man. I know you. I, I was skeptical until I, I was actually there and I actually heard it myself. It was unbelievable.
2: <laughs> Tracy, that, I'm going to kill you.
1: Yeah. I'll be gone. Oh, I'll be running. <laughs> I got more here. Hey, please, I'm be in the spot, Tracy. Yeah. Isn't that disgusting? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's nuts. It's like. that's just crazy that it's it's like the same kenison of ghosts yeah it's like at one point in time like it it could only grunt and then now it can like fully talk right like how does that evolve
2: i i they're just i mean and those got they don't seem to fear fear though right
1: yeah right they don't seem "Eh." to right and
0: then but i mean they think it's their son right or no, they...
1: they thought it was their son originally, but now, of course, they know that it's not their son. Yeah, it's some. They don't even know what it is. We don't even know what it is. We we maybe it's a gin. They they talk about gin, uh, because it's not. It doesn't really fit demonic, and we know it's not a human entity. So you know, we don't really know what the heck it is. It's bizarre, and they can't fight it.
0: And there's just no way to get rid of it.
1: Not that I'm aware of.
0: Let's, I mean, what would happen so, if they just burned the house down?
1: <laughs> it's, it's really hard to say. Um, one psychic uh, told me that he thought it was a pissed off teenager, which this thing acts like a pissed off teenager. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was a pissed off teenager that died early in his life uh, by drowning in the area. But, you know, there's no records of it or anything like that. Yeah. But that's, that was one impression that uh, we got. Man, that's yep. <laughs> yep. It's, it's, it's it,
0: definitely got a teenager's mouth. Yeah, you
1: know? Yeah. Oh, there's yeah, there's a lot more to this. Um, so let me tell you about um, this one weird coincidence we had. Okay, so Tracy and I, we go up to um, Michigan to to witness an exorcism, and it was not it was non Catholic exorcism. And we're in a room that's that's pretty small. And I'm sitting like knee to knee across from this, this woman that came from all the way from Colorado to be exercised. And um, I've got it. I'm recording it, video recording it. So Tracy was there, myself, had one other witness and the pastor. So Tracy, go, Tracy and I arrived late. Up there in Michigan, we go to his house. He's not there. He's uh, the pastor's over at the hotel, um, talking to this girl that came, this woman. And um, so we're talking to his wife for a while, and then he came. He comes home, and um, the pastor says, uh, "Well, I was just talking to um, this woman, and and I was really surprised. I had some demons come forth." but they wouldn't tell me their names because one of the things you need to do is tell them do you need to know their name so you can cast them out in the name of Jesus and and um it uh he he said I kept interrogating it to find out what's going on in Tennyson because he was aware of, of what's going on in Tennyson and um he said he couldn't really get any answer he didn't get any answers at all but he you know her voice changed and he thought he was talking to these other these demons so we go to the um the exorcism and it it took quite a while it was two or three hours or something like that oh wow you know he's 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 trying to get her to um you know uh, recite some some uh, uh prayers and things like that uh you know it's like pulling teeth and at several points she you know starts talking like somebody else doesn't sound like her at all um, what sounded like Hebrew um, and she wasn't smart enough to be honest with you to know Hebrew <laughs> yeah. especially especially ancient Hebrew yeah. she, I honestly she came across like she only had like a sixth grade education it seemed like I yeah. mean honestly um, but we have it all recorded and Greg later on went through and found out that it was ancient Hebrew that she was that she was spouting out, which is kind of bizarre. But at one point, you know, I'm just sitting there, I'm not saying anything, and and she looks at me and the witness says, I'm gonna kill you, you know. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm out of here. Yep. So I left the room. <laughs> um But let me back up. So the pastor comes home. We're talking to him for a while. Three o'clock in the morning. We're going to lay down before we do this exorcism the next day. Tracy's phones ring. His phone's ring, Well, guess who's calling? Dean and Charles from Tennyson. All hell's breaking loose in Tennyson. What? This thing is screaming, cursing, carrying on in the background. We can hear it throwing stuff. Now, they didn't know what we were doing they did, had no idea we we haven't talked to them in several months yeah but all hell's breaking loose and it just so happens that a few hours earlier the pastor was interrogating these demons that are in this woman about tennyson oh, you know shit. it's like well is there like a demon network or something they are all communicating <laughs> in the social media network yeah yeah <laughs> so that was a weird coincidence so there's really nothing we could have done for them, yeah. but they're, they're just letting us know that it was acting up on them and uh, wouldn't let them sleep. And um, so we go through this thing. We go home. The next day is Sunday. Tracy calls me on the phone says, Hey, you got to listen to this EVP. So I'm listening. He puts it up to the phone. I listen to it. I hear nothing. And then I hear Rhonda i said okay um that's weird where did you get it he said from tennyson like six months ago i never listened to it oh I just. well the name cautious. of the woman that we exercised was rhonda now how in the heck did that happen
0: and so the so the 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 thing in tennyson said while you guys were there said that six name?
1: months previous it just out of the blue said rhonda no there's no rondas down there
0: yeah it said
1: rhonda we recorded six months earlier he's listening to it the day after we exercise this woman her name's rhonda in michigan oh so that's bizarre
0: <laughs> oh the skin's that's, crawling right that's now. good stuff right there
2: that's <laughs> I, I just uh that is some good good stuff right there. <laughs> oh well God. that's not the only thing that happens no and then and, uh, and then that's where uh. and then but it it takes it it does take a toll on you, does it not? It
1: well, you know it. What took a toll on me was first time hearing it, talking and speaking and in, in out in mid air. I mean, I it was just yeah, freaked me out. I I it took me a couple weeks to get over it. I mean, was that was that like the first time you'd really
0: heard you yes. know, something like that that clear? Absolutely. First
1: and only time. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. I've never heard anything like that before. Now I've heard, I've heard word here and word there. Like most people, you know, under ghost hunting, they might hear something in their mind. Uh, but this is the first time ever, and I've never before or never since that I've heard, you know, yeah. words and conversations and going on with with this something that's can't be seen in midair. It's uh, it's insane. Um, we were there, <laughs>
0: we, nuts, and oh,
1: we were there God. since then. And things would weird things would happen. For example, there, the, the the group from Michigan came down, and we're there. So we had a whole room of eight people. And uh, the, the the two grandkids are upstairs. Well, they decide they're going to go to the trailer. There's a trailer on the property out in front. They're just going to go out there and hang out. This is I don't know nine ten o'clock at night. He's got a, a bag with him, and he's walking between all the people, th- between us to go toward the door, and we hear whistling. Said, so, "What the hell is that whistling?" He puts the bag down. It stops. Picks the bag up. It starts whistling again. Well, there's nothing in the bag. We looked at it. We looked. There's nothing in the bag. But this thing, this IT thing, is screwing with us, right? <laughs> it's screwing with us. At least it's got a sense of humor, I guess. Yeah. And then. <laughs> There's a bathroom, like, on the other side of the wall from one of the chairs, a small bathroom, and uh, we're all BSing, talking, you know, and all of a sudden, we hear this big crash in the bathroom. We go in there, and the whole countertop is ripped off the wall and pushed down about three inches. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) So, stuff like that would constantly happen. That night, we go to lay down. And, you know, I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but for some reason I decided to go into that little bedroom where this thing at one time was throwing stuff out of it. Well, I go in there and I go lay down. And um, I'm sleeping. I wake up. I can't move. I can't freaking even talk. I can't even get a word out. I I was frozen. I couldn't. I was, I, I was paralyzed. I've never had that happen ever. And apparently... uh you know, I was being attacked somehow, and um, I was able to manage to grunt or groan or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and Pastor Greg came to the f- as soon as he got to the door, the threshold. I was I was released. I just, I was okay.
0: Did it? I mean, it didn't say anything. It didn't do anything. It just held you down. Just yeah, I just, paralyzed.
1: You. I just couldn't move. Yeah. Oh, yeah, geez. couldn't move or speak. It was really weird. Now I wasn't scared. But I didn't want to sleep in there anymore. <laughs> no, huh? hell no. <laughs> yeah. I went in the other room with everybody else.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. These people just—they just still live here.
1: Uh, well, uh, since then Charles passed away l- this past year. Yeah. Um, and D is still there, and uh, the it would go through a cycle uh, every three or four months. It would act up and go crazy, and then subside and there wouldn't be anything happening and all of a sudden it would act up again it would do this and then um and then pretty soon it would it has just um uh gotten to a point where it's just little stuff that happens yeah yeah but nothing like it was <sighs> Yeah, it was (laughs) really weird.
0: that's what did you in, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much uh, I decided, man, there's no way I want this damn thing following me home. I don't need these problems.
0: And you've had, I mean, you've had, like, something follow you home before?
1: Is that? Yeah, I don't know what it is. probably a human spirit, I guess. Yeah. You know, because, uh, like, I I don't know why I had, there there may be something in my house now, because we'll hear, we'll hear, like, crashes. Every once in a while, we hear something crash. Yeah. You know, and we'll go into the other room, it's like, Oh, there's nothing here nothing fell yeah Uh, the kids were home alone and they called us on the phone we heard something crash upstairs big crash probably the same thing yeah Um, I was down we're having our basement finished and we got a lot of stuff covered up with plastic and um, I'm just down there with my wife and we're looking around and and we hear this what I heard was um, somebody like maybe took the plastic and shook it yeah and, um, she said, boy, that was really weird, but I don't know how that can happen by itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, so little stuff like that. I'm not too worried about that. Yeah.
0: And you, um, uh, and if I, I, i may, this may be wrong, but didn't you guys do something downtown into here where you went to, um, Oh, what was the place called? What was, remember that? Remember we looked at that.
2: It was, um, it's, there's the old asylums right there. That's no longer.
1: Oh, central state. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Central State. You went there? Yeah, went to Central State a couple times,
0: yeah. I, I mean, what what I mean what was going on there, um,
1: Well, um the producer Dan Hall uh, had some strange things happen when he was filming one of his films there and it had nothing to do with paranormal. Yeah. And he thought, wow, this is this is really weird. I want to know more about it, so he got in gotten more involved in it and he wanted to do a film about it about Central State. Yeah. Not not so much all about paranormal at central state but about central state and paranormal is just a piece of it yeah so he contacted us since um maggie put a lot of central state information on her website uh he did a search uh, we came up and so we ended up doing a film with him uh down there and you know only a few things happened uh you know nothing major you know we got the typically Ps. i got the woman cackling this old lady cackling it was really bizarre <laughs> and he slowed it down and sped it up on the movie it was really really bizarre but um you know shadows and things like that but nothing major now yeah. the, the interesting thing is one thing that when we all got together at one point and we we're going to go do an investigation and he was going to film um we're all in this room in the administration building and it was hot and we wanted to open up a window so we're over off to the side there's probably 10 of us there something like that and one of us uh, goes to open the window and he's trying to pull it up right like you normally do on a window yeah and um we heard a voice say um pull it down from the top he pulls it down from the top oh that worked oh gee thanks who said that (laughs) nobody said it yeah so some (laughs) some entity there uh, some ghost or something decided to help us out a little bit (laughs) yeah but we didn't we our recorders weren't running so we didn't catch it Yeah. yeah weren't
0: expecting anything at that point in time
1: um
2: yeah for those um it was called central state hospital it's basically in down it's in indianapolis it was known hospital for the insane was a uh, psychiatric treatment hospital i think it actually the last was 1994 was when they finally um shut it down yeah yeah and then now it's actually this is the more interesting thing now they're building things on top of the grounds
1: oh that's smart right apartments and things like that yeah shopping centers (laughs) oh god and and i want to bet you I, i i'm sure that some of those things are haunted
0: yeah I mean, it always seems like it's all these insane asylums, mm-hmm. are, you know,
2: that are always... Uh, 146 years of serving, serve the mentally ill of Indiana. For shocking the hell out of too. 146 years.
0: Most torture. <laughs> You'd want to stick around, too, and mess with some people.
2: Uh, it's just, I mean, it's things like that, like I said, is if if you do evil to people that don't need things done to them yeah and then yeah there's i mean i would want to i wouldn't want to stay there and and uh mess with people too that want (laughs) to oh yeah barbecue and having a good time where i used to get Uh shot and probed Uh and yeah Yeah,
0: those those apartments are gonna whoever owns that property is gonna fall through
2: uh the state actually owns it oh really well no the city bought it from the state i'm sorry so
0: then who's building the uh Uh, There's got to be somebody that's going to own the actual building.
2: It's 2013. Several buildings, including the former administrative building, as well as the prominent powerhouse, were purchased by a company known for refurbishing buildings otherwise left to waste. So it doesn't actually name the company that bought them. So so, So
0: is there something there right now? Uh, I mean, that was two. that was three years, four years yes, ago. Yes, there's there's buildings there. There is right yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yep. it was
2: also the subject of the 2006 film Central State Asylum for the Insane, a documentary produced and directed by independent filmmaker Dan T. Hall of Vismo Films. Huh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep, yep. They've been tearing down buildings over there. Uh, a lot of them are probably already torn down. Yeah. And uh, they're building stuff on top of it, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how they can justify the cost of I being mean, um it, a lot of that stuff's full of asbestos oh yeah and uh there's a lot of tunnels we we, we crawled through a lot of tunnels over there really between buildings yeah you yeah, know where they have all the steam pipes and electrical and all oh, that stuff yeah, the, yeah. throughout the complex and yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so they have to dig all those up too yeah and um dispose of it properly and i know that's not cheap
2: oh no so i'm not no. sure how
1: they're doing that but
2: yeah but yeah they can't fix the roads. <laughs> and it's in
1: a kind of a bad neighborhood i mean it's not it, all around it is not a real real good area yeah and and to build something new like that who don't want who want, really wants to yeah. live there i'm Nobody not sure want to live
2: there well then they'll then what they'll do is, is they'll eventually buy all the houses that are most likely rental around there force everybody out you know
0: probably that's how it's kind of like, it, like
2: it's it. a couple other places around the state yeah
0: well, yeah I mean that's. <clears throat> so what it happens.
1: W- it was a magnet for um, for you know people to go over there and just destroy and uh, they were having a constant problem with people keeping people out of those buildings mm-hmm. boarding them up the boards would be ripped off and you know yeah the scariest part is going down there and, and you know thinking you might run into a you know homeless person or <laughs> yeah. someone on drugs and yeah but uh, we never did
0: I don't know now I, I want to go I want to go hear something I do Oh do you uh-huh
2: well uh-huh. I don't what, know where to go what's this sca- what's have you had your own experience AP at all
0: I don't think so not that I can remember
2: Luke do you have one all right Luke actually uh, he actually wrote it down here he says he had one
0: when 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 was this
2: I think I was six six
0: how do you remember that
2: I just remember because Max had just died, like, maybe three weeks ago. Who was Max? Our
0: old dog. He's a Doberman. I remember waking up, and I went to their room because if I couldn't sleep, I'd go sleep with them. But uh, Max used to always sit in the corner. So, and one time, the bed was pushing down where he used to be. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was six so I ran into the, right yeah. in the middle where yeah. dad was and I just hugged mom I think dad said did you really just jump on the bed <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah he's always told that story ever since yeah, I always remember that the,
0: the there's only been one thing that I can remember that was even remotely slightly off uh, but I remember laying uh, when I was in high school um, where my bedroom was like um at the end of the hallway, there was, on the, uh, I guess, south side of the hallway, there was the bathroom. Then there was my parents' room. And then across the hall, right exactly, was my and my sister's room. And when my door was open and my parents' door was open, I could see right into their room. And I remember laying there, and, and it was like, I would say it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. And uh, <clears throat> I kept, you know, I just woke up, and I started, and I looked and my parents had their door open, you know, no TV on, no nothing. And I kept seeing like this, like figure standing there. And, uh, it, it actually resembled the outline of my cousin that lived down the road and uh, like literally two houses down. So I start, you know, saying, you know, like hollering his name, like real, you know, real quiet. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you down here? And it just kept standing there. And I was like, what is he doing? And so I mean, this went on for probably like ten minutes. I just kept sitting there staring at this thing. And I never saw it move, but I could clearly tell there was a shape there. And uh, so finally, I was like, I was like, well, I'm just gonna get up, see what he's doing. So I got up, and then once I got to the hallway, like I didn't see it anymore. That's the only thing that I can even remotely <coughs> think of that I've ever really saw i don't know it's not that freaky but <laughs> it was probably my mind and i was in high school so i may not have saw anything at all <laughs> those were good times
2: <laughs> no i no like i said was if there also could be i believe if like he just said when our dog passed away it was the first dog me and stuff ever had he was around when the boys were born he took care of the boys there was that you know that bond oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah and so, um, and the way that the way he had the way he passed was awful, traumatic for the boys. Oh yeah. Um, and so, I still believe this. Sometimes it sounds cheesy, but sometimes they might need to say goodbye because they oh, need yeah. the right chance to.
0: I mean, it's a possibility because you've guess. heard
2: of husbands and wives, and yeah. brothers and sisters, twins, oh, know, yeah. all kinds of things where you know they felt like you know they feel you know they might be trapped and they want to say goodbye or or something like that so i i I mean (coughs) i'm not one to poke fun at it
0: oh no no i don't know i'm not poking fun at any of it because i don't want any of it here (laughs) no i'll pass
2: (laughs) no and i i it just goes along with a lot of other things as you know we expand our mind and kind of look at things from all angles and it's been an ongoing theme for the past six weeks for us saying this yeah well, you just can't just discount everything at once no huh
0: no i mean i i i believe it you know i mean i believe there's something out there that that is definitely
2: asian sensation thanks to where we work at haunted. well he's I, asian so well, i know but i didn't believe it for the longest time <laughs> and then because usually he's there by himself a lot at night and i just i was just giving him crap you yeah. know? and i was like dude you're just tired whatever so yeah. i was there like one night, it was like 10.30, I was there in the office working, and I and I heard something. Maybe it's, it wasn't that late, but I heard something, and I thought it was more uh, Asian coming back in, yeah. and it wasn't. And then I started walking around, walking around, walking around, because everything's turned off. At a certain time, we turn off. Everything's turned off. There's the only thing that's on is just the computers. There's no other sound. Yeah, And you know, I keep my phone on silent majority of the time, mm-hmm. and I heard a couple like and i was just I, I was like maybe someone's trying to break into back and i went back there and and you know nothing was on <laughs> and then i sat back down and i and that was the first one the second one is i heard something else and i it scared me because i felt it in my stomach like oh my god what was that and i freaked out because when you're there by yourself I'm oh, not yeah. exactly in the best neighborhood either on the east no. side of indy no so i'm thinking okay so i get up and then um like twenty minutes later, Moy comes back, <laughs> and I was like, "I agree with you. I like being here at night. This place is Place sucks. It. Yeah. And so yeah, and that's yeah because I just figure, I don't know, it just freaked me. <laughs> I get freaked me out where it's to the point where that I'm very conscious where I'm when I'm there, and try to make sure that you know. Yeah. It, 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 no, it, I don't get scared easy, but it freaked me out.
0: Oh, I do. <laughs> well, um, you got anything else you want to talk about? Oh, uh, sure, add?
2: I can
1: give you another story.
2: Yeah, uh, give, oh, us, yeah. give us one more. We'll give one more. Give me one more so he can think right. about it when he goes to sleep at night.
1: I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> All right. So years ago, um, we go to uh, this uh, cemetery in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and Lee Weaver is the one that invited me uh and and um maggie to go down there and uh he was he was he was associated with a group that uh, wanted to it was it's an old old cemetery and he knew these this family that wanted to fix up the cemetery a little bit and, and repair some of the gravestones that were damaged and broken by vandals and this place is out in the middle of nowhere. You, you start down on uh, Saint Saint John's Road, and it's you know it's it's two lane road to, with a stripe down the middle of it, and pretty soon the stripe disappears and it narrows, and pretty soon it's a one lane road <laughs> that turns into gravel, yeah. and it dead ends it into a cemetery. So it's like ten miles, yeah, and uh, so Maggie and I get there. And I remember pulling up behind one of the trucks um, on the left-hand side. And we get out. We meet everybody. They're all sitting in a circle uh, facing each other and just talking, BSing together and and passing the camera around because Lee took some pictures. Lee was always able to get some good pictures. And um, so he gives it to me, and I'm looking at it. And then... um, Later on, so we're going to stay there, right? We're staying there overnight. We're camping out there. Um, so I, s- we set up a tent on the edge of the of the cemetery, and uh, we're ready to go. Um, I don't know about about uh, eight o'clock or something like that. We decided we're going to go to town. Maggie and I were going to leave. We we'll go to town, and uh, someone wanted us to get her something. So. I remember going to the car, Maggie gets in, I get in, we we start trying to turn around, and and, then this woman gives me the money through the car window, and and then we leave, and then we come back two hours later. Well, um, several things happened that night, and the next day, I'm talking to Lee, and he says, what the hell were you doing yesterday? You weren't yourself i said what in the heck are you talking about lee he says well when you went to leave to the store you know we have we had people there with their kids and you and maggie go to the van you put up the visor in the window you know one of those things that blocks the sun yeah and we started fooling around in the back what <laughs> and and then you guys left. It's like and and one of the women said she said to Lee says I didn't bring my kids here to see stuff like that, and it's like Lee, what the hell are you talking about, man? All we did was get in the car and leave. I don't even own a sun visor, okay? So what's that all about? So things like that constantly happened the whole night. One of the other things that happened was um, I don't know five o'clock in the morning or something uh just before dawn i get up and they're all sitting in a row facing the cemetery i get up and i i have a chair that's facing like they're to my left i'm facing perpendicular to them and i'm just sitting there in a a chair and i'm just listening to them i've got a a, um i'm just sitting there and uh yes he says what happened was he told me don't go into the cemetery um they don't want us in the cemetery this is what lee's saying the spirits are saying don't go into the cemetery um so i i remember him saying that and i remember just sitting there he says what i did was uncover myself like i had a blanket which i did not have a blanket he says i uncovered myself and walked right in the middle of the cemetery (laughs) and one of the guys next to him john he says what's mike trying to do piss us off it's like, well, I didn't do it. You don't remember any of that. I didn't remember any of that. So everybody else there remembered something totally different than what I remembered. what Maggie remembered. What? <laughs> Elizabethtown, Kentucky, a.k.a.
0: Gates of Hell, Casey Cemetery.
1: This, the, the one we were at is not Casey. It was Grandview Cemetery.
2: Casey Cemetery is a family cemetery located at the end of St. John's Road.
1: They might have a different name for it then sometimes they have a couple different names
2: yeah this one i found this like the third but that name. sounds like it but it was called gates of hell yeah but there's other different couple of names for it yes but yeah the vandalism they vandalism. were 1700s to 1800s is people that are buried there people that are vandalized, and a lot of more soldiers oh really so they so basically like you're saying everything is coming on is once again this is a place final resting place people yeah. went in and and also supposedly this is also a place of satanic Yes. Uh rituals during that time also.
1: Right, and you know the funny thing is, we were there all night long. We would have cars pulling up, and then they turn around and leave, or they pull up and say, uh, "Well, we're lost. Uh, we're we're going to turn around or something like this." And yeah. they got kids in a car. We know they're not lost. They yeah. think dead ends in the cemetery. Uh huh. You know, <laughs> and they got kids with them, and you know, we did see evidence of satanic rituals and, and yeah. crap like that there. The the, the, the the uh, pentagrams and and we saw uh, a lot of candles and all kinds of weird stuff there yeah. but yeah that's exactly what's goes on there yeah very strange but what uh, so
0: what you said like so you don't remember any any of that any of the stuff that he
1: said was going on but yet right. him and everybody else well one other thing that happened was he said you know when I handed my camera to you Mike when you first got there he said he said to himself this isn't Mike Zeyce this is somebody else this is not Mike I was like what the fuck where did he, where'd that come from <laughs> yeah so I don't know it was really bizarre that's so was, weird yeah so they're
0: oh, man how yeah. could you I just I don't know and this is not the,
1: this is not the first time this stuff has happened to me either really it happened to me at Tennyson also with this group that came down from Michigan yeah all of a sudden you know they're they're packing their stuff up and they're going to get out of there they're pissed about something yeah and uh i finally got them to calm down It's like explain to me what the heck they're what's going on there's nowhere to go there's no hotels around here yeah and um and i'm not one to sit there and cuss and curse and yell at someone you know i was just talking to them and um they said the next day after they talked to somebody else uh and then they talked to me and they said I was sitting there cussing and cursing at him and everything else and carrying on. It's like, well, the person they were telling this to, thinking, this that's not the mic I know. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't me, you know. And, they, and and one of the things they said was they had cameras and microphones, right, and and, and one of them was in a bedroom, the one that I sat and slept in that, that I got attacked in. Uh-huh. They had, um, they said they heard me say, I don't remember exact words they said but something to the effect of i'm gonna fake this or that or something like that i would have never done that yeah why would i want to do that why would i want to screw with them i have no reason to do that and um so obviously that was incorrect too and um so it's like they perceived and experienced something that didn't actually happen and again i think it was something this it thing was there it was screwing people yeah with people yeah
0: so and you don't remember you don't remember any of that but they swear up and down
1: right that did not happen yeah wow
0: yeah so something likes you (laughs) that's bizarre really weird (laughs) they like to so so is it is it that like maybe it is happening but you don't remember you know what i mean like something has taken over you
1: well i don't think so you
0: don't think so no
1: i don't think so no huh no, again, like 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 at the cemetery. I don't own one of those fold-out things. Yeah, but they all said that that's what I did. I unfolded it and I put it in the windshield. But so I I'm, don't own one. I, that's so odd. So it had to be them. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> them. <laughs> it had to be them. That's
2: they Yeah. Wow. I think it's called Grandview. Is the other name for it, Grandview? Too. View. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's called Grandview Casey's Gates of Hell.
1: That's the one. There you go. If you live in Kentucky, head down that way. <laughs> It's dang- I would say that's probably a dangerous place to go by yourself. All right. You're yep. dead. <laughs> yeah. But if you want a good place to go, uh go to Waverly Hills in, in Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh what's that about? Uh well, it's it's an old t- Tuberculosis sanatorium. Oh, okay. Yeah, and a lot of people died there. Um and it's haunted. It's yeah. it's pretty well, pretty good pretty yeah. good place to go. It's really spooky. Uh I know the owners, uh, Dee, uh, Tina and uh, Charles, and um, I've been going down there. Well, I have not been down there for a while, but uh, I started going down there early 2000s, somewhere yeah. in there, when they first bought the property. Yeah, and uh, it was it was basically a distressed property. The previous owner was a wacko. He he wanted to bulldoze the whole thing, and it was up on a hill. It's up on a hill down there, and he wanted to build a I don't know 700 foot statue of jesus or something like that and he, <laughs> yeah. he, he never got the funding so yeah yeah <laughs> but meanwhile he's trying to destroy the building and have it collapse in on itself by removing dirt from the foundation and stuff because the city wouldn't let him tear it down uh. and uh, uh well that didn't work so yeah he uh uh, uh they, he ended up getting rid of it and um so um teen and charles took it over and basically wanted to do something with the building Um, that really never happened but they were able to um, over the years um, get enough money to be able to to, put windows in it get a new roof on it stop the deterioration of the building and um, and they're able to do um, uh, they do ghost hunts there now okay and and you could go in there with a group yeah uh and they're constantly booked up like a year in advance now, really yeah they're, oh wow they're doing real well and yeah. that, and they live there now uh, oh, they live in the place they live uh there, there there was an attached well it's attached through a tunnel okay. because a uh what they call it old the old laundry room the uh-huh. old laundry building yeah. where they did laundry well that was all completely gutted and rebuilt so they live in that area there okay so yeah. um yeah and you go up to the, it's really crazy because if you when you go up there you um you turn at left into a golf course but then you stay left and you see this old driveway it's like going back in time like a hundred yeah. years and all of a sudden you're going up this really old driveway and and you go through this metal this iron gate and the whole thing opens up and you see this big giant enormous building and yeah. it's really really cool Huh um but was, a lot of weird things happened there
2: it was opened it was opened in 1910 as a two-story hospital to accommodate 40 to 50 tuberculosis patients um so jefferson county um kentucky was ravaged by an outbreak of tuberculosis and that's what prompted them to open it up It closed in 1961 you know do the antibiotics so but yeah it's at some point it was a, a minimum security uh prison uh medical services um Oh, in 1996, Robert, uh, Albert Haskey, is that how you say it?
1: It could be. I uh, don't know if I ever knew his bought
2: name. But Waverly Hills and the surrounding area, uh, Christ, the Redeemer Foundation Incorporated made plans to construct the world's tallest statue of Jesus on the site, along with an arts and worship center. The, uh, the statue was inspired by fame, Christ, the Redeemer statue from Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. The co- coming in a cost of $4 million. So you're going to build a form this has nothing to do with anything. You're gonna build a four million dollar statue to Christ when you can take four million dollars and help a lot of people. Yeah, you got your priorities straight. So when you die and you go there, yeah. like I was gonna build a statue, God, yeah. he's gonna slap you. Like really, <laughs> statue? Yeah. That's what I don't need. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. But anyway,
1: yeah, a lot of things. Uh, a lot of things happen there. Yeah. Just little stuff, you know, yeah. little stuff. But I was in the. They had a trailer there one time and uh i was in there talking to with tina uh by myself with her and and there's a little i don't know it was a little potted plant or something on the shelf and it started shaking like this and it stopped i said did you see that she says, yeah it happens all the time <laughs> <laughs> <I> said, okay <laughs>
0: this is, i i yeah <clears throat> i would love to see some of this on video
1: but that's about it what's that well noise? all of the ghost programs have been here uh, something I oh, do. is that the computer? Maybe it's my phone.
0: Are we? <laughs> I was like, oh, we are haunted right now. <laughs> Something's going on. <laughs> yeah,
1: I guess it is.
0: Oh, that's nuts. And his phone just turned on out of nowhere. That, it was in his bag. That,
1: well, I got a phone call, but why would that turn on my MP3 player? <laughs>
0: Awesome. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's about time to wrap this yeah. up. Yeah, we're it's we're actually, we're if you involved, go to bad. the Waverly Hills, Santoyum, San uh, it's pretty cool, actually. Book your date now. Reservation 2017 season has been open for a short time, and they already have 60 private investigators are booked already. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> they have a six-hour public and an eight-hour private. Woo. That's the uh yeah, that's kinda cool looking how they did that. Oh yeah. But they restored all the windows, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. What's
0: it's that give that what's that website?
2: Uh the realwaverlyhills dot com.
0: Alright, yeah, go check it out. <clears throat> all right. Well, we're gonna wrap this up.
2: After the phone debacle. Yeah, yeah, after the
0: phone. That kinda freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. That's weird.
2: It's never happened.
0: <laughs> Outstanding. I'm moving. <laughs> In
2: between uh conspiracy theories, paranormal, and other things, we're just throwing ourselves yeah. right out there. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I like I said, it was awesome. I'm yeah, glad we man, got I'm, you come on. Yeah, I
0: was, I was pretty
2: excited. Yeah, the stories were. Oh great, yeah, man, and it's scary as hell. Yep, not gonna sleep tonight. And so just in case there is a bump in the night, that might actually be something. Yeah,
0: it might be. <laughs> It'd be it. Yeah, yeah. If something starts talking, I am moving the hell out. It's of this one.
2: Place. It's one thing to have somebody start talking. It's another thing to have someone start talking shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well <laughs> Yeah, when it's cussing as you tell hey, you you're gonna kill you. Hey fuck you <laughs> What? <laughs> Could you imagine if all of a sudden he was just like, Hey, she made dinner again, it fucking sucks. <laughs> 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 they just keep telling each other like the, what the other person's doing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Um well,
0: uh, we are going to wrap it up. Big thanks to Mike for coming thanks. in, man. Thanks for we, having me. We has awesome. it. This, yeah. it's been, I, I've enjoyed sitting here just listening to your stories. That was and amazing.
2: we always know when the podcasts are going well because we really don't talk. We don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to okay. listen. Yeah, this one we were excited about because we like – we. Oh, uh, yeah. Our podcasts are different, and that's one thing I just – I got a – someone called me the other day and was like, I like how you have people on the interview and talk, and then sometimes you guys just go crazy. So. Yeah. So obviously people are liking it, and thanks for the uh, the downloads. Uh, I'm pretty happy.
0: Yeah, yeah, downloads have, have been going crazy, so it's been good. Where's our t-shirts, Mike?
2: <laughs> Not you, the other Mike. <laughs>
0: he's coming. He's coming. Whatever. Uh, you can check us out uh, on uh, Twitter. We are at Smugcast Show. Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram. That's Smugcast underscore. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter. the SmugCast underscore AP. Uh, you can also follow BJ, and it is at the BJ Robbins, correct? Yeah. Um, you can check us out, SmugCast.com. Uh, I'm not leaving anything out. We're on Facebook. Search for SmugCast. Uh, you'll see it. Uh, we try to post some stuff on there. We were supposed to do Facebook Live today, and I forgot. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> but i um, also got to thank... Uh, Ranger Nutrition, Uh, you go to their website, rangernutrition.com, use promo code SMUGCAST, uh, you will get 15% off your order. Uh, Also, uh, you go to uh, Jay's Wings and Seafood over on the east side of Indianapolis, uh, phone number 317-890-0088. Culinary order, give them promo code SMUGCAST, you'll get 10% off your order. Uh, Also, don't forget... For Valentine's Day, you can go to the Maori Salon and Loss. Uh, give them promo code SMUGCAST and you will get 50% off uh, your first waxing or 25% off your facials and spray tans. That's Maori Salon Loss. Uh, also, got to thank Repo Records. Uh, they help us out with the audio each and every week. Got to love them. That's Repo Records taking the music back.
2: You got anything else? No, and just make sure on the uh, the Maori Losts go on their Facebook page for more info, um, phone numbers, and then their websites all on the, the Facebook page.
0: Awesome, awesome.
2: And that's uh, and that's that's all I got right now. That it? Yep. All right. Until next
0: week, everybody. Stay smug. Yes,
2: sir.